Oh no, I think I think the cold open has added a dimension to our podcast that is is just great. Yeah. Unparalleled to to be Unpar- <laughs> Yeah, to be honest. We don't have many dimensions, so it was great to add another <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> All right, so I'm at Darcy's. <laughs> yeah. There's no other way to get into it, Dill. I'm at Darcy's for the United Leeds game with uh, one of my best friends. Shout out to Josh. He's new in this year. He's the guy we were talking earlier in the year. Leeds guy. Yep. And um, we're watching the game, and this older couple, probably late 50s, sits down next to us. Guy's in a Yankee sweatshirt and, like, a local beach town hat, and his wife's there. And I'm wearing my United kit, and the guy just looks at me and goes, Oh, uh, are you a United fan? And I go, That I am. And he goes, Oh, cool. <laughs> me too. So I go, oh, yeah, he goes, yeah, I just got into this stuff, you know, where I'm like, oh, that's great, you know, I was my friend, he's into it, the whole thing, whatever. And he goes, uh, so how are we looking for the playoffs? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I go, uh, there's no playoffs, sir. Uh, you know, the season is what the season is. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm still learning. And he goes, like, yeah, you know, I just kind of thought whoever had the most money, I like the Yankees, and I'll just kind of go with that. I'm like, yeah, like, I tell him how I kind of got into it, like, in college or whatever. And then his, I go to his wife, I go, well, who do you support? And she goes, I love uh, Tottenham. And <laughs> so we start laughing. And like I'm like laughing this little bit. I go, oh, how'd you pick them? She goes, oh, yeah, I love them because of Ronaldo. Holy and shit. I, and I look at her, I go, uh, he played for Man United, actually. I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to be as polite as humanly possible because, like, they're very nice. Like, you know, they, they're there to hang out in the morning. And she goes, oh, maybe it was, uh, you know, oh, that, that's who it was. It was uh, Pasha's husband. That's who I really liked. And I go, uh, he played for Man United as well. And then she goes, oh, um, I think I just like the colors. Sick. I feel like you probably were sitting there like, where's Ashton Kutcher? Am I getting punked? Yeah. And then I looked at my friend and I go, and I say this endearingly, I go, Josh, I think I'm sitting next to Bill and Barb right now. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And then I, no more than two seconds later, the guy goes, Hey, uh, those hoodies on the wall. Can I get an extra large and a large, please? <laughs> Hell yeah. And, I, and I, my friend just goes, oh my God, it's Bill Tucker. Do you realize I, how much you just want to drink to show up at 9 a.m. to go watch a soccer game at the bar and then have absolutely no idea what's going on? <laughs> hey, I will say, though, that, that is really so is like, that, that lady was like the epitome of a Spurs fan, though, so she was right. I felt so guilty because they were so nice. Like, we were talking to them for, like, the whole second half. Like, they, he was asking questions, but he's just – he goes, like, what can I say when we leave? He goes, what can I say to sound good at the Super Bowl party today? Nick. Nick, <laughs> I know this will – Nick, I know this will strike a chord, but, like, what is there to like about Spurs other than the colors? They don't win anything. After podcast. And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Alright, episode 38 of the NAFTA Podcast. Year 3, episode 38 of the NAFTA Podcast. Um, we have a lot to get into, some really interesting things to talk about. A match week that wasn't very drunk, but there were a few results that we're going to dive into. Um, but the one thing I did want to say is I am really excited 
to quote Julius Caesar here, that we're, we're surrounded by friends and, and people to hang out with with an interest to make a really, really good podcast, right, Michael? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going <laughs> to jump in on that one. Um, but anyway, we got the full team. That was a great intro. I'm so glad I did that. I'm so uh, confused. <laughs> Michael sent me a text. I forget when it was, like, middle of the night or something. He goes, did you see the full presser with Pep? I thought, no, it was oh. with all of us. So I was yes. just quoting that. I have three oh, other, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Roman Empire jokes loading right now. Um, we got the full squad. The full team is in the building. And we thought we'd start us- ourselves off with a new segment that no one else has come up with before called Start, Venture, Cut. Um, and we each brought one to the table. Michael, since we're... we're this is brand new to us. Well, let's start with the softball. Yours is not soccer related, so let's dive into it. I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything because I've I've been real into the NBA lately, but I don't think anyone is like super NBA, like followed, right? Well, the Knicks are good, so I'll watch the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So I just did. I, this is an easy one for me. I did uh, Reese's Twix or Snickers. Fuck. This is so easy for me. Oh, not, I don't even think it's not even a question. Dylan, Dylan uh, said fuck first, so let's start with him. I like all of them. Um, no. I'm start. I'm starting Reese's off the bench Snickers and then cutting Twix. Oh, what the fuck is wrong? Man, starting Damn. Snickers, starting Snickers, benching Twix and cutting. Reese's. You're a I'm, fucking lunatic. I'm flipping. I, I'm starting Twix, benches, Snickers, Reese's Cups. You're gone. We're we're related. Yeah, we're related. Huh? That's what my, that's what is this vendetta against Reese's? It's not. It, listen, I I've had this discussion many a times because I do like peanut butter, but it's like oh, it's too much and it's like too. It's like a a chalky. Pe- it's not like a smooth peanut butter in them, and it just mm. it doesn't it doesn't tickle my palate. You're so wrong. I'm sorry, I, you know. I think I'm a, I'm a peanut butter in the moment kind of guy. Like I have to be in the moment to want peanut Dude, butter. The, the, I never that that it. crisp, the crisp, and then the I like peanuts too. I love peanuts and the Twix crisp. Oh, dude, I want one right now. You understand that like Reese's is Man City, and you just decided to put like I don't know Everton in the first spot. No, I fuck Man City. They're going down anyway, so um, yeah. they're already at the bottom. That's a relegated uh, uh, candy bar and a relegated team. Uh, real quick on the panel, let's go. Let's go, Dylan, Nick, Michael, like we just did. Caramel or caramel? Uh, caramel. Oh, okay. Thank you for listening to what I just said, Dylan, Nick, Michael. Love it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I failed speech class. So I'm the wrong one to go. I don't know. I know. Caramel. Caramel. Nick. Yeah. Caramel. Caramel. Michael, yeah, caramel. Oh, we're, all, we're all caramels. Ish. Yeah. Okay. All right. Caramels. We have we have we have Ohio, we have Ohio blood. We have Ohio blood in us. Okay. Yeah, you gotcha. guys like PA, New Jersey, Ohio, like that little strip. <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah. A, that's, yeah. Really good, that's the tri-state yeah. area. What what is that? What do you call that? The ca- the caramel belt. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I can't, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can't the wait to tell belt. someone like I'm from the tri-state too. You know that Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio strip. Belt. Did you get that dealer? Did you get that deal at the dealership at the tri-state dealership? Yeah, exactly. where in Columbus? Columbus. You ever you ever drive <laughs> on the same road for ten hours? Yes, that's it's a road in PA. <laughs> um, Nick, 
Let's have you go next. You have two of them in Do here? Do we want... I, I couldn't decide if I wanted to go f- footy-related or food-related. Okay, let's stick with food, and then, and then you'll transfer us, transition us into soccer. All right. Uh, hot sauce, barbecue sauce, or ranch for a dip. For a dip. Oh. Well, okay. What am I dipping? A nug. A oh, nug? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... okay. A chicken nug. It's a very okay. neutral. Yeah, yeah. It's a neutral... You're right. That, you're right. You're right. Yep. You're absolutely no, it should right. be a French um, fry. No, that can that new, nug. Put it in your fries. If it, hold on, can it be a chicken tender? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, if it's a tender, well, a, a nugget. Like, are we talking about a, a McNugget? Then a I'm chicken, going... a, a chicken strip, a chicken. Okay. okay. Whatever. Okay. Um, I'm going ranch. I'm starting ranch, benching hot sauce and. Barbecue's cut. Okay, I'll go next. I'm I'm starting barbecue, benching ranch. Hot sauce doesn't go on, but plain hot sauce putting on a chicken tender that doesn't make sense. Dip it hot and dip it in hot sauce. No, dude, you can dip it. Yeah. No, that you I think that's boneless wings. You know that's a chicken tender just with the hot. But sauce. now, but now you're changing. It's that's a wing. I, I'm on a podcast I, full of like I don't know if I can do this, guys. I'm, John, I'm, I'm, I might have to dip. <laughs> John, I think I think we're, we're we're thinking the same thing because if, if you I give me one, tenders that are like rubbed with barbecue, like they're barbecue chicken tenders, I like that. But I don't like. Oh dipping my god! Okay, okay, let's, we're, we're we're overthinking this. It's it's that's a, the point of this segment. It's a Literally regular the point chicken nugget. It's a chicken nugget from McDonald's. Yeah. You got to dip it in a barbecue sauce, hot sauce. McDonald's doesn't even yeah. offer offer hot sauce, so it can't. It's it's yes they do. It's barbecue sauce ranch. You never you never asked, but it does. <laughs> I brought Dude. my own hot sauce. Yeah, Dylan. I've done that. Dylan, take us home. Buffalo barbecue ranch. Buffalo barbecue ranch. I ranch ranch has to be there. No, it doesn't. Ranch I only use cut, ranch if I'm dipping ranch. carrots, and that's about it. You're insane. You're missing out on a whole world. Yeah, he's just horsing around. Wes McKinney doesn't like you anymore. Nick, give us the uh, the soccer related one then. All right. Would you rather be, as a fan, would you rather be hit in the face and knocked out with an errant shot, uh, wear a rival's jersey to the rivalry to a rivalry game, or you're only allowed to attend away matches? Hit in the face. Oh. Next. <laughs> which, which which one? Starting it. Hit in the face. You're starting getting hit in the face. Yeah. Well, I, I thought this was pick one. No, it's start. It's the same thing. Start. Oh, I'm getting hit in the cut. face for sure. I'd rather that. I'm never wearing your your or John's jersey, so I'd go to away matches. And then that's a, the uh, the rival one is I'm cutting it. Fuck that. So this might come as a shock to you, but um, I've lost a few bets and had to have worn um, a rivalry jersey before, mm-hmm. specifically at a Giants Eagles game. It was fucking miserable. Ooh. Um, but so I guess since I've already done that, I can live with it. So I would, I would start only allowed to go to away matches, wear a rival jersey, and then I'm not. I don't need to get hit in the face. Like this face was made for podcasting. I can't mess it up. <laughs> I I think that I'm I'm starting, I'm starting getting hit in the face as long as there's no brain damage. Uh, I'll take the risk. Michael, Michael knows that I've actually 
been seen in a Liverpool jersey before trying to root him on to win a, a Champions League. Um, but I, I also live in the United States, so isn't every game's kind of like an away match? I don't know. Like, I just want to go to one, that type of thing. <laughs> well, so I think I'd, I'd probably do away matches. Before, before going down... Before getting relegated, I would do away matches all the time because we're going to win most of them. After relegation, maybe it's the jersey, but I think I'm going to start getting hit in the face, away matches on the bench, and then cutting the the rival jersey. Also, being away, if your team wins, again, to talk shit is one of the best feelings in the world. A thousand percent. You get to see the world, or or England. Well, yeah, so wait, are we talking, like, away matches in the U.S.? Like, do I have to go to, like, if the Guardians play the Tigers, do I have to go to Detroit? Are we talking, like... (laughs) I get to go to every Premier League away stadium. Because that would be kind of fun. Yeah. That's why I started it. Yeah. I think Dylan yeah. was on to something. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I'm. I'm think the getting hit in face is benched. Okay. You switch that up. I, I'll i take one to the Dome. It's fine. Take one to, Nick, take one to the Dome. It was your kisser. question. It's, it's your question, but where are you sitting? Oh. Uh... <laughs> Hold it. Strap in. <laughs> I'm going to the away game. I'm starting the away games. I am benching. Uh, I am benching the rivals' jersey because I have done something similar, and I am I am cutting it and hitting the face. Someone thinks very highly of themselves. <laughs> no, I just can't. I just can't imagine. I've been hit in the face before with a ball that's kicked, man. Like I can't imagine getting knocked out by it, like by a professional. Well, that, that wasn't part of it. You just said hit in the face. No, I said knocked out. Oh, he yeah, did. Oh, that's why. I, that's why I asked about brain damage. Um. It's the old classic. Would you allow Mike Tyson to punch you for a million bucks? No, because I would no. Die. He he would kill me. Yeah, still, <laughs> still, correct would answer. still kill me. Yeah, still kill me. Dylan, let's jump into yours. Um, so I think I kind of mentioned this as well. I I don't, I don't know about you, but last night for the Super Bowl couldn't have gone any better. Like, just watching the most painful, agonizing defeat that could have happened to the city of Philadelphia was very happy for me. I, I will say this. I've noticed, like, all of my friends that are Giants fans were very active on social media last night. I thought that was kind also, of insane. are you a Union fan? It's the only team in Philly I support because the Metro Stars disappeared. And I had when I lived you in the city, another, when another, I lived in Philly, team. I had to choose something to root for. And to be honest, the games were awesome. Like, I'm fine being a Union fan. Everything you else. the Metro Stars are the Red Bulls, right? Yeah, I'm not going to root for also a competitor at the time. So, it, like it made a ton of sense. Damn. So, so you want you want death on that city and then when it's union time, you want to cozy up next to him. I mean, I don't physically go there anymore unfortunately. Dylan Dylan was the only son of Ben making Eagles jokes last night. Ah, uh, probably. <laughs> H- Hank's a Ravens fan, so he's kind of with me. Oh, that's disgusting. God, it makes so much sense. <laughs> All right, Dylan. If I told you how I became a Ravens fan, which I won't now, it'll piss you off even more. Um, but anyway, oh, get him. as I was thinking about it, would you rather would you rather watch your team get blo- in a let's call it a championship game for this matter too get blown out in a loss? lose by a buzzer beater right at the last second or lose due to your best player getting injured. I feel like Michael's li- Michael's Michael's lived out all of those. I know, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was literally this is easy. Well, I guess it depends because I would say off of right now, 
lose at a buzzer is I'm starting. Because in some world, I can at least say, like, it was a great game, put up a great fight, like, you know, could have been, went the other way. So it makes my team look the best. Um, the injury one is probably the next one. I, if I get blown out, there's, like, no positives I can take from it. Um, I disagree. I think the buzzer beater is the, the start, for sure. I think getting blown out is the bench. And I think I cut losing due to my best player being injured. I hate the feeling of, like, I just want to know. Like, when you get blown out, you know you weren't good enough. That's fine with me. I can live with that, not being good enough. I can't live with, like, and the most annoying fans are the ones that, like, we would have won if. I don't like that. That's stupid. Do you think we got, John, just to, just to ask, do you think we got blown out by Michigan this year? Uh, yeah, they're better than us. On that day. Well, they beat us tw- by 20, right? Yeah. And then the Georgia game, Marvin Harrison got hurt, and we lost on a – we missed the last kick. <laughs> sure. But I would, st- I would still take the – but I would still take the Georgia the Georgia kick over getting that blown out game. Yeah, but you're talking about, like – let's bring it back to soccer. You're talking about, like, losing by five goals to Everton or losing to Real Madrid in a Champions League final because Mo Salah got injured. Oh, the injury. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't like that shit. I've never seen Michael waver so much than I have in the last ten minutes. Thank you. I, I asked a good question. I, I haven't had to, I haven't had to think this hard on this podcast before. I don't know if that's a compliment or or not. <laughs> Nick, Nick, what do you got? Uh, I will. Uh, I will start getting blown out in a loss. I will bench. Uh, losing your best player to injury, and I will cut losing by a buzzer beater. Dylan? Yeah, the exact opposite of mine. I would do the exact same thing as Nick. Huh. Because... You guys are related. In my mind... Well, in my mind, like, just getting your heart ripped out at the end, it's the worst feeling. I'd rather, to kind of John's point, I just want to know that it's already over. Like, then I can just watch and laugh about it and have a good time. Like, Here's the... Yeah, I can ha- I can handle that every day of the week. I can't handle. I can't handle the last one. the The buzzer beaters are are devastating. See, I don't know because like we've been getting blown out for like by Brentford, Brighton, and Wolves the past like four weeks, and I've just been kind of like, yeah, we suck. Uh, you know, move on to the next one. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why that's number one. That's why it's starting. Yeah. I get... Okay. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. That was uh, me the whole beginning of this year. It's like, okay. But I, I, I think Fair it might point. just be different based on your perception because, like, again, sorry to bring us back here, but the Ohio State one, it's just like, <laughs> that's your season. You lose that game, you're just like, oh, we lost. You, like, you, might as well pack the whole fucking season in. It sure. sounds like you haven't come to terms with that loss yet. No. <laughs> <sighs> I have a jersey I have to burn. Don't burn it. I haven't around to it yet. He's, he's a nice kid. Um, all right, I, I'm going to switch this up. I've, I'll pull an audible real quick. Game-saving tackle, but you have to be Emerson Royale. Go ahead, assist. <laughs> Go ahead, assist, but you got to be Jorginho. Clean sheet, but you got to be Jordan Pickford. Assist and Jorginho, that man's beautiful. Not a problem. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's the I easiest couldn't, number I, one I ever. Couldn't think of a, I couldn't think of a midfielder that we all like hate. If you guys think of one, throw him in there. I couldn't Fred? think of one. Actually, I don't hate Fred. Yeah, I don't hate Fred either. <laughs> McTominay, if, if you get an assist, but you have to be McTominay. Okay. Yeah, let's keep it at that. Even Nick Cave, 
Nick gave it a little smirk. He's about, like, yeah. Can the sliding tackle be Harry Maguire? No. Oh yeah, I guess so. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to gang up on Nick. You can gang up on Harry all you want. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, Dylan, start us off. I'd want the assist. I would then. I would do clean sheet and then saving tackle. Okay. I would deal with being Pickford and just being an asshole for a little bit. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> Nick. Uh, who was the go ahead assist again? Uh, let's do go ahead assist. Uh, Jorginho and the ta- and the tackle was who? Uh, Emerson Royale. Emerson Royale. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, I'm take I'm taking the assist and Jorginho to start. Okay. Uh, I'll bench Pinkford. Um, I can deal with that nonsense, but I will not, absolutely not, be Emerson Royale and give him any love, get an excitement, and a huge tackle. Michael, see here here's the thing. Like if I have to be one of these people, I'm definitely starting Jorginho with the assist because like again i have to bring this up he was like in the final ballon d'Or count at one point like <laughs> insane um i'm saying he's good i'm gonna bench emerson royal tackle because like i'm inconsequential you know what i mean like i don't matter but if i had to actually be jordan pickford and i had to do the shit that he does on a regular basis make the most unnecessary dives like when I kick the ball, lift my entire body off the ground, and just act like an ass constantly. I don't think I could live with myself. Interesting. So or or cut. or run twenty five yards and chest bump a Liverpool player for no reason. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, I think I would do the assists first too, and I think it would have been different if I could have thought of a good person that we all hated for the, the midfield. But assists is a start. I'm I'm Royale in a heartbeat uh, just because I don't – I also don't know what it's like to, like, score a goal very much. I play defense. I know what it's like to put a boot clean through someone, and it's immaculate. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we all hate Jordan Pickford, so that's my bench as well. Um, last one. Start, bench, and cut. Claudia Caesar, Nero Caesar, Julius Caesar. I'm just kidding. Another. Oh, start Nero. Yes, yeah, so uh, got this. Bench, Jul- bench Julius, because like you never know when you need some some muscle. Well, well wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't you relegate Julius based on the uh, the current times? What do you mean? You guys are all not picking up on this. Uh, this is this. more anyway. than more than you could believe. More, more than you could more believe. Than you believe. <laughs> more than you could believe. Great segment. Uh, we might we might start that segment again. Um. Let's run through some results. We got a Damn couple, <laughs> couple that we are going to dive into deeper. Um, but our fly through for today: West Ham one, Chelsea one. Uh, Emerson with a goal for West Ham. Jao Felix with a goal for Chelsea. Um, welcome to the score sheet, Jao and Enzo Fernandez with the assist. Fuck Chelsea all the same. Uh, Crystal Palace one, Brighton and Hove Albion one. Solly March with a goal in the 63rd. And a James Tompkins goal in the 69th. Nice shout out to Crystal Palace with a draw against Brighton. Fulham, two. Nottingham Forest, nil. Willian, who is just in like seven year ago Willian form. Uh, one goal in the 17th minute for Fulham. Uh, and then Manor Solomon in the 88th, two nil win for Fulham. 
Barb Tucker's Lester Foxes look like Alabama uh, from five years ago. 4-1 over Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Spurs went up 1-0 with a Bentoncourt goal in the 14th minute. Uh, but then there was an onslaught of uh, Mendy, not the one you're thinking, in the 23rd. James Madison in the 25th. Ianacho in the 45th minute to go up 3-1 at half. And then Harvey Barnes, who was denied a goal earlier for an offside with VAR, uh, finally gets his in the 81st. Um, Southampton 1, Wolves 2. Uh, Southampton went up early in the 24th minute with a Carlos Alcaraz goal. And then Wolves went down a man three minutes later for Mario Lamina uh, with the red card. They finally got even with a Bednarak own goal, which was hilarity in itself. And then Jao Gomez in the 87th minute and a man down gives Wolves all three points in a relegation battle game. Uh, Bournemouth won. Newcastle won. Uh, Marcos Sensi with the goal for Bournemouth that put him up in the 30th minute. Uh, but Miggy Almiron continues his really good form in the 45th minute to tie uh, have Newcastle secure the tie and one point. Leeds United nil, Manchester United two. Leeds couldn't build on the draw three days ago, four days ago um, at home. Marcus Rashford in the 80th, Garnacho in the 85th give Manchester United all three. Uh, City three, Villa one, Rodri in the fourth, Gundogan in the 39th, Mares in the 45th, and then Ollie Watkins get one, gets one back in the 61st. City looked good against Aston Villa. Liverpool two, Everton nil. In the Merseyside Derby, uh, Salah looked like the old Salah that we know and some love. Uh, off an assist with Darwin Nunez, which the pass was certainly a shot. Uh, and then Cody Gakpo with his first goal Come on. in Liverpool. <laughs> Cody Gakpo with his first goal in a Liverpool jersey in the 49th. Uh, give the red side of the Mercy all three points. Obviously, we're going to jump into Arsenal-Brentford a little bit later. But let's start with quickly talking... West Ham Chelsea, there was a handball by, I think it was Suchek, is that correct? Yes. Um, during this game that people are going absolutely apeshit for. Um, my quick knee-jerk take? Fuck him. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> but you can't collectively have that view on like the, the entire officiating. I think the officials, they can have some too. Fuck them as well. They've been bad this week. They're, They're terrible. Really That's what I wanted to say. They're awful. Yeah. This week was terrible. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with a handball. <laughs> no shit. It was 100% man. a handball. <laughs> the funniest thing, though, is like Dylan was like cocking back to start talking, and Nick just slid in way too quick to get a comment in before Dylan. Bro, there said. was dead air. What did you want me to say? <laughs> no, no, there was dead air. There was dead air. That's why I have. I've I've moved my thoughts to TikTok. I I am just here to say my my piece every once in a while. The the real contents on the talk. D- Dylan was built for the talk. Um, it's his perfect medium. Yeah, I mean, it it was definitely a handball, but catch me giving Chelsea sympathy. Never. I don't. You know, whatever. If you spent six hundred million dollars, you couldn't get a second goal against West Ham, who's in seventeenth. Whatever. I don't care. What what I, was um, the Let's go ahead, Dylan. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm I'm used to this. Go. <laughs> I was just gonna say there was another there was another incident that like was clear. I was like, that's a handball, and they just didn't 
give it this yeah. week. And then I, again, like I, I remember early on this year, we would sit there and we would say like, yeah, it seems pretty harsh, but like it's been called a handball dozens of times. And now it's like almost nothing is called a handball. It, it's tough to get a handball. Yeah. Basically. Dylan. Um, I know I'm a little ahead of schedule, but now I feel like I'm shifting a little bit to college basketball a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they love blind resumes in college basketball. So I, I just want to throw one at you guys and see if you can guess who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, resume A. This Premier League coach has won two games in the last 12. Still has a job and is British. This um, resume B, this Premier League coach has won three games out of their last 12 competitions, is no longer a coach, and is American. I mean, I know the answer to all these right now. Who's the British one? (laughs) Graham Potter. Oh, true. Bingo. And And Jesse Marsh. They've that's got pretty, that's pretty bad. Just, just want to throw that one out Wait, there okay. for all the hate that, you know, Marsh but gets. Let me... and granted, I, I understand context. Hey, we're in 10th place instead of being in 17th, but still, like... Mm, I don't I don't even think that. I would say, like, what is the points in the last 12 games? I'm going to be honest. I didn't feel like counting all of them. Because, like, I, I think Chelsea, Chelsea has gotten a number of draws, which I, I, I know is only one point each time. But I, I still see your point, though. Like... It's That's... more sorry. I guess my point really is Potter has more talent and can't do shit with it compared 100%. to what Marsh is dealing with. I, hey, or was dealing with. He's a, a, he's a less. Ago, he's though. a less. He's a more with less and a less with more guy. You love those guys. Very true. It's more know. like uh, it, it's it's similar that like Potter a couple months ago, his words, he was a top manager. So what makes you think you can't do it again? And I would say the past 12 games. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Um, yeah, I, no, this was good. I'm just I'm just officially done with Chelsea, and I think I've been the biggest Chelsea stan on this podcast from a year ago when I thought that they were actually going to win the league. Mostly because it's starting to dip into my betting, where, like, how do they not win this game? Like, at this point, like, it's a freaking joke, and I, I, I'm officially banning Chelsea from any bets moving forward. So I just need to throw it out there. Dylan, Unless I'm you, picking someone to tie them. I, I, that's the thing. Like, I, I was looking at because I was, like, betting a little bit too uh, since I'm in Ohio and I'm allowed to. Um, but I, I look at the games and I, I go, Man City, like, I think, like, they should just win. So I always, like, bet them just money line or whatever. I can't get off of a Chelsea win or draw. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. Because, like, they could always draw it 100%. And I sit there and I go, they're better than West Ham. Like, position by position, they're better than West Ham. And then I go, why is it that I think, like, uh, they're going to win. They're going to win this game. And then I watch them play, and I'm like, oh, they're just the same. These two teams are the same. Whoever they play, I'm like, these two teams are the same. They're just a draw machine. Nick, I apologize for the ricochet shot, but like Chelsea's United from like the past three years to me at no, this point. Actually, That's how no. I'm viewing them. Not not even close. Cause you at least still came in fourth. We came in the worst we came in was sixth. Yeah. I mean, 
I think Nick's got a point. We're th- these Chelsea fans that I'm seeing on my Instagram and on social media are crying about this. What Ch- to get into the Conference League? Relax. You know, cool. I mean, it was Whatever. definitely a handball, but sure, I'm, I'm with you. But like, I they, don't care. They sold Jorginho. There's no shot. There's no guarantee they'd have made it anyway. I'm more excited for the new blood running in for Conference League between just Brighton, Brentford, and Fulham at this yeah. point. Give me At those least guys. Being a champion of the the the, the mid table boys, I'm excited for one yeah. of them to, to see some glory. Let's get some mid majors going to Sweden and Slovakia and Belgium and shit. That's fine with me. Um, real quick to set the table, Palace won, Brighton won. Probably nothing we need to say there. Good result for Palace. Bad result for for Brighton. Uh, Fulham 2-0 over Forest. Fulham's better than Forest. We all know that. There's probably not, not much we need to say there. Bournemouth won. Newcastle won. There is probably some things we could say, but Newcastle just tie. They just tie. They need to beat Bournemouth. That was ridiculous. And then, Nick, you and I, these are two games that United need to win, Man City need to win. I honestly don't don't really think there's much we need to, to spend uh, on those ones either. If you need something you got to say, go ahead and do it now. No, I'm just I'm just glad we won. I thought I I, te- I know I touched the group chat. I'm like, yep, it's got one nothing written all over it or nil nil, and that makes the whole, the rest of the season a little more of a dogfight. But as long as we can take care of that's the little slip up. I think if we can just keep pulling away from Spurs, it'll make me feel better and better. For sure. Uh, we all obviously were going through turmoil, and then we drew Villa, so I was like, uh, perfect. But took care of business. Um, where we can spend some time. Leicester 4 and Spurs 1. I think Dylan wrote this in here into our little group notes, which I think is a great question. How does Antonio Conte look his next employer in the eye and just says, you know, I had a tough run in the Premier League. I I think I did a lot. I think I did a good job, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy's like, you lost 4-1 to a Leicester team. That's a joke. You know, Nick, you got your hand up. You got an answer for me? Uh, No, I just want credit for my question. Oh, it was Nick. I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, what's our what's our outlook for Conte here? How do we feel about this guy? And Dylan, since I gave you the credit, why don't you lead us off? I mean, this is the easiest answer ever. He's just going to, like, I feel like this is what um, Jose does all the time, too, where it's like, hey, like, you know, I just didn't really feel like being there. I knew they weren't going to sign me, and they didn't have the players I wanted. I had no backing. And he's just, that's exactly what's going to get away with it. Like, yeah. it's the most obvious situation in the world. They, he doesn't want to be there. They don't want him there. They're just going to flounder to the finish line at this point. Like That's exactly what it's going to be. You're going to yeah. have the, sometimes good, sometimes shit. Hear it every single week. Sure. That's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's very Italian of him. Uh, Michael, any thoughts on your boy Antonio? Yeah, he's, I mean, pretty much the same thing. Uh, everywhere he goes, whenever he leaves, when he's on his way out, it's always like, I didn't get enough, I didn't get enough, I didn't get enough. Um, the, the thing is he will convince people that, you know, uh, Benton core was not enough. Like it's not want somebody that he wanted or, or whoever. And he didn't want Jed Spence. So like, you know, he wasn't, he'll basically claim that he wasn't in control of, you know, who they were signing, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think he wanted Kulisevsky either necessarily, which has been a great signing. All things considered. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got Richarlison. Like, I think you can make an argument either way. He'll find somebody who will look at him and go, oh, we know you didn't mean to, but we can make it better. And then when that club finds out that they can't please him either, then he'll be gone from there too and he'll find another sucker. 
He's the Ponzi scheme manager. I like it. I like that. Hot takes. Uh, yeah, Nick, it was your question. Oh, I just think he. Is, you guys said it all already. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna spin his web, you know. And his web of although lies. I, I the, the Spurs spent they they spent more with him than they have with anybody in recent memory. I and, I think I could go on record here and say if Pochettino got the amount of spend that he got, they might be a better team. Be I just want to know is is he gonna claim uh, Pedro Porro? That's what I want to know. Uh, He's gonna say he didn't want him. He's gonna have one bad game I, and say I didn't want him. I think that was just a Chelsea troll, which I actually approve of. Um, Dylan, two one over Southampton. You don't get much time on here to talk about your boys, so let's give you the runway. What a roller coaster of emotions that game was. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I've I've never felt more confident going into a game. Being like, we're finally going to separate ourselves from the relegation zone. Immediately, goal. And then, followed (laughs) by... Did you guys see the explanation for why the second yellow card came out on Lamina? Yeah, I sent it to you. Did anyone else read Nick's text? No. Okay. Um, He's muted. Sorry. He... (laughs) Kidding, kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. So, to set the scene, essentially... He got molly in a tackle that the ref didn't call. After the run of play was over, he started to, like, run over to the ref to be like, kind of, hey, what's going on? Neves was already there, and someone else was there. And the ref goes, there was too many people running at me, and he was the third one to start running at me, so I gave him a yellow, which then happened to be the second one to give us the double red. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, they're, at that they're point this week. But... You know what? It let Lopetegui show, you know, he's great at tactical halftime adjustments. Um, brought, on, brought on Adama and Costa, which brought some new flair to the game. Never thought I'd say that in a sentence. Um, and then, as John put it, I, one of the funniest goals I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> a comedy of errors. is If you look that up in the dictionary, it'll show that goal. Like, to the point where Adama was doing his best Adama of just like does things well and then gets near the goal and somehow screws it up and then got them to trip over the ball and just kick it in, which was even better. Um, And then another debut goal. I'm cool with it. A few episodes back, I said we weren't ready to talk about the biggest signing we actually made, but now we are. Jao Gomez actually looks competent in terms of knowing how to kick the ball into a corner of the net. So um, I think trajectory's up, especially if we beat Bournemouth, we're, I think, officially moving to... Um, maybe having a little bit fun and seeing what happens instead of just worrying about everyone behind me. That, so that was going to be my last question before we move on. How many more points you need for you to just be like, oh, we're good? If we win this week and the right results happen with the people behind us, I'll feel better about it. And then, yeah, because between Bournemouth and we have Fulham, which I know will be tough, but if we can beat Bournemouth, tie Fulham, or even get the three points there. We're fine. I mean, I don't know. We play Liverpool after that, which would probably be a W, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, five points. You're five points clear of Everton right now, who are in 18th. Um, Michael and I said last pod, we were like, I think another win here makes you feel a little bit better. Nick? If we win, we're point. in like 11th place. I had I had that, that, that own goal got me thinking. And I was like, you know, Jan Bednarak scored. I've seen him score a lot of own goals. And 
I did a little research today, and there's something I can confirm. Death, taxes, and Jan Bednarak with a February own goal. He had an own goal February 2nd, 2021 in the 9-0 loss to United. February 9th, 2022, he had an 18th minute own goal against Spurs. And then February 11th, 2023, one versus Wolves. So if you're a betting man, and I know some of us are in here, next February, you want to make some dough. Which then brings me to one trivia question, Michael. Who, what two Liverpool legends, I went down an own goal thing here, are second in all-time Premier League own goals with seven? Is one of them Jamie Carragher? Yes. Okay. Um, God, I can't even think. Is the other one Skirtle? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Damn. That's awesome. And a great transition, Nick. Thank you so much. A, that was probably Man City's fault as well, all those own goals. B, Michael, Liverpool, are they back? No, we beat Everton. They're terrible. Okay. All right. Just wanted to, just wanted to gauge. We're I mean, good. great game. As you can see, I'm donning a New Balance era Liverpool jersey. That's how we look yeah, today. The, the three of us can see. The audience at home cannot. I was uh, Exactly. I was painting a picture. You're welcome. Okay. Um, that's how we look today. Two little off-the-break goals. The first one literally almost went in our own net and then uh, transitioned all the way back. Um, I thought I li- did. I know I did a little full-time player rating. Uh, I thought Steven Bacetic was the player of the player of the match. Uh, it's again. I think this is a, a overall failure if a 19-year-old is your best midfielder, but he quite literally is our best midfielder and he's playing really well. He looks like the calmest guy there. Henderson and Fabinho. Fabinho looked a little bit better, but he's still, I don't know what's what's wrong with him. He looks out, out of sorts. Um, but Gakpo, Nunez, Salah all looked great. Uh, Joe Gomez looked great in the back. Trenton and Rabo both looked pretty dangerous on the wings. And then clean sheet Allison, obviously that's great. But um, I, uh, I had two things. One, Jota's back, mm-hmm. which is great. Firmino played a little bit, right? Yep. Verge is on the bench. Verge is on the bench, finally. Those are just my one quick point. It's like, all right, these guys are back. Maybe you guys can turn it around a bit. The uh, the second thing isn't really a question or anything. It's more just like something I noticed, which I, I'm all about. Uh, Beans. Kelleher. He is literally just on the bench to hug Jurgen Klopp after every goal now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Klopp's... Klopp's first, he, he score a goal, he turns around, he finds him. I yep. noticed that. It's it's pretty awesome. Shout out to Beans. What a great career. That's because had. that's because in all reality, he is our best player. For sure. But For we sure. just we can't unleash him. Yeah. That sent the scouting team to even Stevens, found the guy, and made him into a goalkeeper. I love that. Um, all right. The Arsenal-Brentford game, it ended 1-1. Um, it was a goal from Trossard in the 66th minute. And then Ivan Tony evened the game up to have Arsenal share points with the Bees, a team who also beat them last year, um, which is insane. Uh, Arsenal looked, for the first time, I feel like, as someone who watched this game, looked formidable. Um, and on top of that, like, I don't want to put all the, the onus on, uh, the, the losing onus on Arsenal. Dude, Brentford's a really good team. I think like they're actually a very very good team 
Um, Michael, anything you want to add to to this game? Anything you notice at all? Um, I just want to say, I think I, I just did some quick counting, but I looked back. I'm pretty sure against the the quote unquote top six teams, Brentford is three three and one yeah. this year. They've only lost to Arsenal. They lost the first time they played them three zero. Um, but they, I mean, the United game, they beat us. They beat you guys. Uh, they tied Chelsea. Just tied Arsenal this time. I think they tied Spurs too. Uh, I didn't look like home away or anything like that. But I think you're you're getting to the point now where that all that like Graham Potter at Brighton love needs to be for Thomas Frank. Uh, and I think he's. I mean, if you're looking at all the managers in the Prem, um, or if you're just looking on the performance this year, he has to be like a top three or to five manager this year for sure, right? I would assume so. I don't know how you, like, what what statistics are we looking at to be able to do that? I, I would say there... just gut. Like, Arteta yeah. is up there for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would say, like, Zarabi for Brighton, like, filling in after Potter left. I think they look, obviously, like, really good. Marco Silva for yeah. Fulham is definitely up there. Thomas Frank, for sure. Um Eddie Howe for Newcastle, although like I think some of that I think some of that's kind of wearing off a little bit because they're not doing as well as people like had thought they would be after like the first ten games or whatever. For sure. But and then I think I think Klopp and Pep obviously with like the the history behind it. But if you're just going this season, I think you could argue that for sure Klopp, but even Pep's in some cases has like underperformed a little bit. Yeah, I think a name you can add in there is Ten Hag. Sure. Yeah, that's I literally thought of it and I could not remember there was one, but yeah, yeah, for sure Ten Hag is probably like top three, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Nick, speaking of Ten Hag, let's go to you. Any, any, any thoughts on the Arsenal loss? Uh, Ty? Arsenal I, re- Ty. Yeah, I, I really wish we didn't draw. I really wish we didn't draw Palace, and I really wish we didn't draw Leeds because we'd be sitting, we'd actually be sitting in the title race, but. This wobble, yeah. we took the wobble's happening. The wobble's happening, and I, I've been saying it. I've literally been <laughs> saying it. I've never said they would win the league, and I, I'm not. And I had the thought because I think I know we'll get into this in a minute. I think City is going to absolutely steamroll them, and and I was just thinking, I'm like, this is the moment that it turns because watching City play. Um, they took their gas off the they took their foot off the pedal in the second half. Like I thought it was going to be like six or seven nil. They're pissed off, and I know John was going. We talked a little bit about, it, but his press conference and his unnecessary stray to Steven Gerrard, he has gone full heel turn. Like, and I'm I hate to say it, I'm here for it. I kind of love yeah. it a little bit. I love a good heel turn, and I think City goes off and. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the league by like eight or ten points now. That's I think that'll be really hard, and we can get into the press conference after. Uh, first things first, before I send it over to Dylan for his comments on this. Fuck both you guys. You're now jinxing me, but that's that's fine. Uh, I've Dylan, been saying it. it How am I, I? I'm only be jinxing myself. Dylan, it's, Arsenal, Burnford. I mean, it's bad, John, because like I kind of have the same thought, but I don't want to be repeating. But I came into here with. I want nothing more at this point than Arsenal to win the league just to have someone new win, yeah. like, from recent years. Um, but coming out of the scandal, 
I think the City players are pissed, and I think they're facing Arsenal at a poor time for Arsenal that they could just completely demoralize them. So, yeah. um, because we all think that, I think Arsenal's going to win now. But that was my initial thought coming in. <laughs> um, yeah, so Arsenal dropped points. We might as well just jump into it. Arsenal City uh, is on Wednesday. Um, another interesting storyline that is going to play into this. It looks like Holland's out for this game. Which, I think some City fans, although they love him, would think that this might be actually kind of a good thing because we might play better. Um, I'll start here. Why don't we get everyone's... Do you want to do predictions first or we want to do it after we talk about it a little bit? We can do predictions first. Let's do predictions first. Michael, start us off. We'll go to Nick. We'll go to Dylan. Then I'll, I'll take us home. We're, this is at Arsenal? At the Emirates, yeah. Uh, 4-2 City. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Nick? Yeah, four one. Oh fuck, guys! I'm de- dude. I've been saying. I don't know why you think I'm like heel turning here. I've been saying it. I'm not. I'm not saying you're heel turning. I'm saying that like all this good juju <laughs> on a podcast for me is not good juju in real life. Dylan, I'll go one one tie. <laughs> I just think Back in these games. I think in these games we expect goals galore and something like this, and all of a sudden it's like one nothing or one one, and we're like, what the fuck did we just watch? Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm not. I'm 2-0, two, 2-1 two two City is where I'm at right now. Um, I think that if, if Holland is out, I think actually the, the goals might come from Alvarez. I, in preparation for this, because Michael sent that thing out, I was like, I know he's going to come locked and loaded to talk about this pref- press conference. Nick, you touched on it. I totally agree with you. If you recall, because you called this one out too, Pep called out the fans once this year. He never does that. Pep literally was calling out players by name in some press conferences this year. He doesn't do that. And he literally wanted to use this as fodder to encourage and, and to galvanize the team. And I think, like, for, for at least Villa, it worked. Um, I, I got to yeah. say, as, as a coach, there's there's nothing more you want than poster anything to use for poster board material or, or yeah. uh, you know, like a – and I think he got it. And as as a from a coaching perspective, if I'm Pep, I'm loving it because I have every. There's so many different angles you can play this, um, to get the locker room going and all that stuff he said a few weeks ago when he was calling the players out and the fans out and how they don't really want it. Well, you know, you, you can use it in, in ten different ways now how to go for the rest of the season. And they look pissed off those first 45 minutes. Yeah, so I think I think, I, unfor- I think you kicked I think you kicked the bear you or you kicked the bull or whatever the hell you want to say poke the bear kick the bear <laughs> kick the bull whatever man you prodded it you know but I think this is because it might be their swan song but it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was also a masterclass in, in Nick and or uh, Dylan and Michael I'll go to you here in a second but it was also a masterclass in like. I think it's pretty well known that some teams wanted them to get pinched for the UEFA stuff, but they've never released anything. There's no actual information on this, and Pep does not care. He was calling, he called nine teams out by name: uh, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea included. Burnley and Wolves got in there. Shout out to you guys, Dylan. Um, uh, but uh, I, th- I think it was a, as as good of a press conference as he could have given to give 
to motivate the team. Um, Dylan, let's go to you next. Any any thoughts on – you picked a tie, but any additional thoughts you got? <clears throat> Sorry. I had a little tickle in my throat there. Um, I think – like I said, I thought my initial thought as we were going to talk about this tonight is that I think City's galvanized and Arsenal's reeling. But now, because of the whole jinx and us looking at it, like, Arsenal, even though they're reeling, has still had the composure to at least tie. Which isn't great when someone like City's chasing you, but that's kind of where my head is starting to turn as we talk through it. Of, I think because the game is at home, they can probably withstand City's body blows and haymakers to be able to figure out how to get a tie here. And then the problem will be if the game was at City, that's where I think the blowout completely happens. Yeah. Um, Michael, before I go to you, I know we could. there could be three other games that we can say this. Obviously, to this point, this is game of the year. I do think, despite your uh, confidence in City, Nick's confidence in City, when this game starts, Arsenal does have the opportunity to put a nail in the coffin. I think if Arsenal wins this game, it's over for City. I think I think it's just there's too much going on at that point. But uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I don't think that, even if they lose. I just don't. Because I don't think this is where... These aren't like the championship games. These are like... Uh, they're like the, the icing like on the cake. I think the Brentfords, the Brightons, the Fulhams, that shit like that. I think that is really where you need to pick up the wins. Because I think those teams are just going to come after you. Um, to, to go to what Nick was saying about, like, galvanizing, what this, what this whole situation reminded me of is, like, during the Jordan documentary, where, like, he's just getting angry to get himself pumped up, even though people aren't even really, like, they're not talking about what he's even talking about. Like, no one is saying that, uh, you know, Pep's whole thing is we went on the field, we went on the field nobody's arguing that no one has ever said that you didn't win it because the players were scoring goals that they shouldn't have scored or anything like that. That was never said. So to you, like if you're watching it to me, it feels, I understand completely what you're saying, Nick. And, and that whole attitude of like, get everyone together. Fine. But that it just isn't, it's just not that it's just fake. It's a fugazi. Doesn't matter. And I just think. Oh no, but, I, I think I think Pep believes every single word coming out of his mouth. He's f- completely said, you know what? If we're going down, to quote the great uh, Phi Gamma Delta, we'll all go down together. That's where they'll they'll sell all the players. But yeah, but he's 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 going out. He's going to win the league. They're going to go down, and he's out. And he can say, I did it with the I did it with a group of guys that we didn't cheat with or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I think, mean, arguable <laughs> again. I mean, I I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying this is what he's doing. Like it's it's textbook. Not not to also just throw in another wrench, but I think Pep was also galvanized this week because I'm pretty sure there's reports that if City do go down, Barcelona's waiting with open arms to welcome him back. Is is what I've read. So that's that's just silly. I, I mean, yeah. again, I, fine. Like that's great, but I, I just to me like. 
when, when here's what I'll say. When you see Klopp do something that you you think is like you don't like or you think is bad or etc., and you bring it up and you say, "I thought better of him for that." Like I don't. This just seems like this is like a, a total like deflecting shit when like there's actual questions that are being asked to him and he's just like oh yeah we made steven gerrard slip too and i'm just like come dude, on man like that's no no one's saying that dude pep's a villain what are you talking like this is why he's not is, he's like, not a villain he's out of here pep's a villain he's not a villain pep's a villain he's not he's never been a villain dude klopp is good at taking the high road and i respect him for that and i'm saying this i'm very i i very much respect klopp and i respect pep but pep's got more of the villain and a little bit of the, you know, the Harvey Dent in him, you know, the two face, a little bit in him. He's got he more of the. He he's does. got more of the villain than Klopp does for sure. I think Klopp's not but a villain. I think Klopp's I think the, Klopp's dude, the only I one think, to hang out with. No, dude, he has been he has been in charge of like, for sure, like Barcelona, uh, and Bayern Munich, like two of the just most like well viewed clubs for whatever reason, even in Germany, like. For whatever reason, people love Bayern there, uh, even though they like basically it's like a mafia. They just run the, the Bundesliga, and people all over the world love Barcelona. Pep has always been viewed as like a good guy, always, and I think he is. Like I, I think Pep is a good guy. I like Pep for all intents and purposes. I like him, but when it just seems like such bullshit when you listen to that press conference, because. It's like you're asking him. You're asking him a question. You're saying, "What's two plus two? And he's like, "Oh, the, the the concept of math, though we fucked it up. Like concept of math is like pointless." And I'm like, "Okay, that's great. You think that, but like, just give us give us the answer. We're we're asking you a question." And he's just completely ducking it. Yeah, um, I don't know if I agree with all that, but the one thing that this press conference did remind me to do is every year. You should go on YouTube and you should look up the Tracy McGrady press conference when he was in Houston and they asked him why the team was losing and he was like the best player. And he goes, it's my fault that this happened. It's my fault that that happened. He gets so deep into it. He goes, it's my fault the guy in the third row ordered a Bud Light and he accidentally got a Heineken. It's my fault that the stewardess out there got hit with a basketball in warmups. It's all my fault. And I love that press conference. So I went back and watched it. All right. Yeah, I just think you're a baby. We got one game on Wednesday. Give us a bet and get us out of here with a joke. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go back to Old Faithful. We're looking at corners. Give me Arsenal over team total corners, four and a half plus 105. Four and a half is pretty low. That's why we're taking it. Damn. Jesus. Okay. Plus 105. City had a ton of corners uh, this past weekend as well. Um, all right. Heard it here first. Dylan. Get us out of here with the joke. All right, boys. What kind of tea do soccer players drink? Penal tea. Cheers. NAFTA podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. <laughs>